Well, we didn't have an official HR files today with our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen, but we did have someone with a work question call in. True. We also had Brian uh, Riley singing. Yeah. He's not a Swifty, is he? No. <laughs> uh, brain Drain was a fun one. And a lot of passes in it, but you know. There was, and the Vikings trivia embarrassed me today. And, and and for you to say that was the most embarrassing part after your wedgie story says a lot. Oh, I forgot about the wedgie story. None of us will. <laughs> I like our, what'd you call it, the moon man wedgie? I, we'll, we'll have to let you listen. <laughs> it's all right now on the podcast. Kevin Wood. We don't have an HR files today, but we actually do have someone with a work-related question. Karen's on the phone with us right now. Karen, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Um, yeah, I'm on my way to work right now, and I feel like crap. Okay. You sound good. Yeah, you sound super chipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just my normal voice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you should you should hear me when I don't feel like crap. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm not a doctor. Kelly, you're not a doctor either, but what are we yet. talking? I'm like the anti-Karen. Um, so, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I just feel like lethargic and my head hurts and you know i got a little bit of a scratchy throat and it's like i just it's on the borderline of calling out and i just hate to call out Mm -hmm. when i just feel kind of under the weather like i do right now just dragging and a little headachey but i don't know it just feels weird to call out for that well i'll tell you this like why would they give you sick days if you're not supposed to use them yeah. But the flip side of that is no one ever believes anybody when they call in sick. Because people have used it for nefarious means. Right. So that's the hard part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if would if you were to call in sick, I would 100% believe it. Because what's work? Right. You show up sick and yep. make everybody else miserable while you're here. Got to grind, man. Right. So it's what's do. You just complain all morning long about how sick you are. But I get through mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I, yeah, I guarantee I'm not taking a beach day today, right? Okay. There, boy, there has to be like there should be like some verification process if you're really sick or something like. So, so like many, I, and I don't want to say many, but I know there's a lot of places that will make you get like a doctor's note. But right. honestly, I mean, do we always need to rush to the doctor when you know, like, look, this is a flu; it's a 24 hour thing, or you know, if you got a really bad head cold or something, you don't need a doctor's office visit to know. I just need some rest, some meds, and probably some fluids to get through it, you know? Karen, let me ask you. If you were to call in sick today, what would you do? What would I do? I would go home and lie down and maybe watch some TV. All right. And just chill. Old school. Old school sick day. feel better. Bob Barker getting you through it. I feel that. Okay. Get the box mac and cheese or whatever, you know. And is it worth risking you going into work and getting your other coworkers sick? Oh. Mm. Well, see, I, I don't even know if I'm, like, sick-sick because it's just, like, a headache and just feeling lethargic. So it's one of those borderline things where you're, like, you know, I feel run down and, like, uh, I really could use a day. But, you know, it's not like I'm coughing everywhere and sneezing or anything like that. It's just... Now, do you do a job where it is, like, dependent? Like, if you're a nurse in an ER room, right? Like, people depend on you. I get that. Or are you yeah. like a number crunch or something? Like, ah, you know, one day we can probably get past it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, I work in a cube farm, so you know. I don't like, know what that means. Like <laughs> cubes. I, like a cubicle? Oh, like office. Okay. Yeah, like I work in an office. I, I wouldn't I work hire in a so, cubicle, so. Wouldn't hire so detached from that world. <laughs> I was like, damn, they're playing everything out there. Like, would they farm cubes? But yeah, all right, all right. 
Karen, I'll tell you this right now. Period, point blank. When Wood was feeling sick the other day, I wish he would have stayed home. Wow. Because now I'm feeling a bit under the weather. The Kelly Jordan show. And now I got to keep coming in because I can't be the one to call out sick when he didn't call out sick. I set the standard. So now we're just going to keep passing it back and forth to each other until it until it mutates into a new strain False. of whatever. My body's already defeated it. You can't give it back to me. <laughs> he's, he's immune. Hooray. I just... I just don't think there's any job important enough that if you're feeling sick, you have to go in and do it. So you think she should turn around and go home? I'd say turn around and go home. If you're actually sick and you're going to go chill and relax and get some chicken noodle soup in you and try and be at 100% tomorrow, I say go home. Honestly, most of the texts are on your side, too. We actually got a couple people calling in right now want to chime in. Should we hear what they have to say? Yeah, they can keep it quick. Okay. All right, hello, quickly. Do you go in when you're feeling sick? No way. If I'm sick, I definitely don't go in. Okay. Now, do you have the kind of job where you work around people, or are you by yourself? I'm a waiter, so I don't want to get a ton of people sick because I didn't stay home. Right. I could see that. No one wants a waiter walking up, coughing, and sneezing. <laughs> right. And the diners probably appreciate it. What's your threshold, though, to when you'll stay home? If I have the slightest feeling that I'm sick, then I call in. All right. Solid strategy. Slightest. Come on. What about you? Do you go in when you're feeling sick? Um, my job doesn't give many sick days, so I try to hold on to them as long as possible. Okay, so you, like, if you're feeling really bad, do you still go in, or what? What's your cutoff? If I have the the sniffles or some kind of allergy headache, I'll still go into the office. But if I'm in agony and dying in bed, then I make sure to not go in. Okay, that's a solid strategy. Sounds like another quitter on our hands. <laughs> What's work? With Kelly and Wood in the morning. Man, we got so much money to give away, you ain't even going to believe it, Wood. The jackpot is $1,199. Say it loud, say it proud. All right, I believe we have Mariah on the phone with us right now who would love to play. Mariah, what are you up to this morning? I just got to work. Okay. Damn. How different would your workday feel with what is the jackpot? $1,199. With that sit in your pocket. It'd be pretty great. What would sure you do would. with it? Um, I probably put some sleep tires on my Jeep. That's a good strategy. New All tires right. on the Jeep. Didn't hate that. All New right. feet on the whip, they say. Lift her up. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, I'll approve that. So, do you know how the game is played here, Mariah? I do. All right, you got 60 seconds. You got to get 10 questions right. You can pass as many times as you as like. But you get a question wrong or you run out of time, you're done. That's it. Shut her down, boys. All right, Mariah, are you ready? I think so. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. Here we go, Mariah. Let's win $1,199 with the brain dream. What popular TV series features the upside down in a gifted girl named Eleven? Uh, Pop. What is the main ingredient used to make cheese? Milk. In the United States, the S&P 500 stands for standard and what? In what famous 1971 computer game did you ford rivers and travel west in a covered wagon? Um, 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 uh, pass. Who is Taylor Swift said to be dating currently? (laughs) Pass. What cereal does Tony the Tiger say they are great? What is the capital city of New Hampshire? What mode of transportation is Amtrak? In liquids, 128 ounces equals one what? Oh, 
That's one minute right there. That clock is a cruel mistress. Yeah. So let's go back through here, all right? All right. What popular TV series features the upside down and a girl named Eleven? Stranger Things. Yes. In the United States, the S&P 500 stands for standard and... Product? Poor. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh so that was a good pass. Mm-hmm. Who is Taylor Swift said to be dating currently? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, of course, Kelly Jordan knows that. <laughs> Capital city of New Hampshire? Berkshire. Concord, you <laughs> uncultured swine. And in liquids, 128 ounces equals? A gallon? That's right. So, All right. unfortunately, Mariah, you did not win $1,199, but you were in for $1,000 come Friday with Brooke it's at 5 o'clock. for happy hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Can you imagine working at the same place for 42 years? Can you imagine having a 40-minute bus commute to get there and back? Jeez. That's a lot, right? That's dedication. Now, John is a man who absolutely loved his job in a warehouse, and after putting in 42 years, he turned 70 and thought, you know what? It's probably time to hang it up. Mm. Hands aren't working like they used to, getting a little, little bit harder to work in the warehouse. So the company that he worked for, Decided to throw him a little barbecue on his way out, right? All right. Well, coworkers were like, that's not really fitting for a guy who has given 42 years of his life to this company. And I don't know. I guess I would kind of agree with him. But I don't know. what. He, maybe a nice fat check, you know? Okay. You've worked for 42 years. Here's, a, here's, a, here's five grand. Something like that, right? Oh, does that seem like too much to you? I don't know. Either way. So anyway, so they gave him this barbecue. And one of the employees that works with them, one of his coworkers who had worked with them for 30 years... Said, I don't feel like this is a fitting tribute to John, who's given a lot of his life to this place. Let's start a GoFundMe for him. I actually saw this video on social media, and I think he was working for like minimum wage. He too. was working for minimum yeah. wage. Now the video has been deleted. That's why I wasn't able to pull up audio from it. I thought I had it, but I did not. But anyway, it was viewed hundreds of thousands of times, got hundreds of thousands of shares. And so his coworker thought, let's do a GoFundMe and just give him a little retirement gift, shall we? Well, that's exactly what they did. And to date, the Happy Retirement John GoFundMe page has over $30,000 donated to it. Oh, that's great. Here's the, be- here's the great part of it. John didn't really have a lot of money set aside for retirement. Mm. Doesn't have any kids or a wife or anything like that, but you still need money when you retire. Well, this money has now, out. It, it's more than he even had set aside originally for his retirement. Jeez. So he thought, now I will actually be able to retire and not have to worry about getting groceries or anything like that. I can enjoy my retirement. Oh, that's that's actually heartbreaking. Right. You know? It is. But um, it's it's a story that's pretty common, right? Mm. That's. But he said that he wasn't working at the factory till 70 because he, he just loved it. He loved having a place to go every day. Something to do, especially if you don't have family at the house. I can imagine being like that, though, when you get older. It's like... Want to yeah. get out and do something. Right. You just want somewhere to go. There's a there's a radio guy that I absolutely love. His name is Joe Souchere. He's been on he does a podcast now, mm-hmm. but he's like in his seventies. He's like, I just I want somewhere to go every day. So he goes does a podcast every day. Nothing wrong with that. It makes sense. And that'll be you and I. That we're sitting across from each other. Just some still. Did you turn the mic on? <laughs> It's it's a bit chilly in here, isn't it? <laughs> it's great radio. <laughs> Either way, man, it's awesome that people stepped up from around the world to help this guy out and now he's got a nice little retirement check coming his way to the tune of about 30 grand it's still growing actually so love seeing it it's it's just a, a great example of you know what you go do what you got to do yeah and good things will happen a hundred percent my friend 
I love it. That's why we do these stories, man. Got to. Every single day, we will be the beacon of light in the darkness. It's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Kelly and Wood. This story is quite interesting, to be honest with you. Because everyone's heard of the coffee lawsuit, right? The You spilled hot coffee on yourself, got third degree burns. And everyone kind of thought to themselves, oh, ha ha. Until, you know, like Mike Bryant, the office of Bradshaw and Bryant, has showed us that, no, that actually was a real thing. Our lawyer that comes in said she actually had some life-altering injuries from that hot coffee. So when I saw this headline of a woman suing Disney for a wedgie, yeah. You usually kind of start, start laughing to yourself, right? right? It's a great story. Until you read the injuries that happened from this. Okay. So she was at a water park and went down the Humunga Kawabunga water slide. Sounds like a hoot. She's now suing Disney for $50,000 because of this injurious wedgie she received from said ride. She claims she went airborne towards the end of the five-story drop then slammed down, ah. painfully causing clothing to be forced in a wedgie style. Yeah. And water went inside her so much, it caused a hernia in her stomach. Holy cow. That's t- that's not funny at all. Heck no. When she stood up, actually blood rushed from her. Good Lord. She was then treated for injuries at the hospital. Yeah, I would say 50 grand and they're getting off pretty easy then. I right? Now, cuz the problem is they use the word wedgie. Right, that's where it kind of comes off the rails a little bit. I hear wedgie, I think hilarity. Right. Now, were you ever the recipient of a wedgie or were you always the wedgie giver? I was a fat kid, buddy. Nobody was giving this guy a wedgie. <laughs> all right? Because in order to give a proper wedgie, yeah. You probably got to be a littler guy. Yes. And then you got to be, you know, because there's multiple ones. I think when I, I don't know, when I was a freshman in high school, I probably weighed 125 pounds. I was a, I was a skinny kid, mm-hmm. very skinny, mostly because of malnourishment, but skinny nonetheless. You look like a target. I, I was, mm-hmm. did, and was a target. And I remember multiple wedgies and I remember like elastic band ripping wedgies back in the, I still remember one time. <laughs> I'll never forget one time walking into algebra class and this dude who I had been friends with since kindergarten, but he kind of bullied me. I don't know. It was a weird friendship. Ah, yes. Looking back, maybe we weren't even friends. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I'll never forget. He grabbed my underwear at the door to the math class, pulled it up wedgie style and carried me to my seat. Ah, the dangling wedgie. <laughs> right. Where my my toes are just far enough <laughs> The moonwalk wedgie. <laughs> where I couldn't get any traction to fight it, right? So I just had to ride the wave uh, to my desk. <laughs> and then when you, like, then it's impossible. Your underwear never fits right again. Oh, so yeah. for the rest of the day, it's all bunched up in your pants. But I'll never forget that. Like I, the, the the shock on my face when I was all of a sudden airborne via my under underwear, and I was a tidy whitey guy at the time. Oh, dude! And, and everybody saw it. Yeah. And then the waistband started to rip, and that's when I finally got some traction again. <laughs> I finally got a little purchase on the ground. <laughs> that's almost like a new. That's almost like a Moon Man wedgie. <laughs> he carried me a good fifteen feet by my underwear. <laughs> What a friend, right? Should have thanked him. <laughs> Saved you some you know, work. But, you know, the, the atomic wedgie you think of? That's what you pull the waistband up over the head, right? Right. But honestly, yours, the Moon Man wedgie sounds worse. <laughs> moon Man. Especially because it was in front of everybody. You got the legs just going. 
<laughs> oh, people were oh, people were loving it. Oh yeah, they loved the show. It's a crowd pleaser. <laughs> That's the guy who ended up marrying my uh, high school girlfriend. Actually, it was the guy who gave me that wedgie. Okay, guess what? We never were Y'all friends. Were friends. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, well, what do we? Have? I haven't thought. I honestly haven't thought about that memory probably since. I, I think I blocked it out. I'm glad I'm here to rip it off and bring that wound to the surface. Years of therapy had me finally compartmentalize that memory. You're welcome. <laughs> the Moon Man. Mm-hmm. All right, we are playing Win the Intern's Lunch right now, the Taylor Swift edition. Mm-hmm. And because we don't know where our intern is right now, uh, Brian Riley will always step up in the place of our intern. He's, he's great like that. Right. So we got Allie on the phone with us right now. Allie, what are you up to this morning? On my way to school. All right. So here's the deal. We played Brian Riley some Taylor Swift songs. They cut off with a beep, and he had to keep singing after the beep, okay? Okay. And you just have to tell us, will he get the answers right or wrong? Sounds good. Uh, now, the first song we had him sing is our song. Right. I'll play a little clip of it. When we're on the phone and you talk real slow, cause it's late and your mama don't know. Will he be able to finish the lyrics to that song? No. All right, let's see what Brian Riley did. All right, Brian Riley, your first song to finish the lyric on. When you hear, and you got to sing it too. Don't, yeah. what? don't, don't be, be lame. What are you? Don't be lame. Just have some first fun. First, it's animal noises. Now I got to sing. All right, right, here we go. Here we go. When we're on the phone and you talk real slow, cause it's late and your mama don't know. Our song is a way to laugh. The first date, man, I didn't kiss her and I should have. And when I got home, for he says amen, asking God if he... Sing it, everybody. Tim, play it again. Wow. Wait a second, though. Wait a I, second. I don't know if I got it exactly right, you but didn't. that's basically it. You didn't. That's now, basically we, right. Are we going exact lyrics? Don't be that guy. Because you messed up. Don't you be that guy. You said before he says amen. Before I say amen. Before doesn't matter. I say, you you know, get you, what I mean. You get, would, look, hey, it's... No, that's that's your pronouns. Would, I don't know which one of you I'm more disappointed in. <laughs> But I'm going to go with both, and I'm giving him credit for that. All right, all right. Let's go. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky Wood is a softie. Yeah, come on. He, he was pretty good on that He's one. He's a softie, not a swifty. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Allie, you got... Wait, did you say... Did she say yes or no? She I don't, said he would get it right. Okay, then you got it right. He did get that one correct. The next song we played for him is this one. He's a reason for the teardrops. Will he be able to finish the lyrics on that one? I think so. All right, let's see what Brian Riley did. All right, Brian, ready? Brian, <laughs> Brian Riley, uh-huh. sure. are you ready for song number two? Always. He's a reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only thing that keeps me wishing on a wishing star. I don't know the words to that song at all, so that's my <laughs> remix, and it's a wrong answer. Close. Talented. Very I have, I have close. skills. I have skills. Incredibly wrong, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, should we hear the other part of it? Yeah, please. Yeah, no way I would have got that right. That's close. Oh, he missed that one by a mile. Yeah. I, I'll never forget one time I was out fishing with my dad when that was a big song on the radio. And my dad was singing along to it. Yikes. And I was like, this is an odd moment that my dad is sitting here singing along to Taylor Swift. And you remembered it all these years later. <laughs> right. It was a very touching <laughs> moment between the two of us. It was something. <laughs> all right, Allie, you have to get this last one correct. Here's the song that we played for him. Well, he know the finish of that song. That one was pretty popular, so I'm going to say yes. 
All right, let's see if Brian Riley pulled it out on this one. All right, Brian Riley, last one. Let's mm-hmm. see. If you could see that I'm the... Oh, I don't know the rest. <laughs> I know that part. Oh, you were right. You <laughs> could see that I'm the one you... I don't. I, I want to say understand too, but that's not right, is it? Oh if man! Being, why can't you see? <laughs> Look, I'm that guy at the concert that doesn't know the words; they just know the end. Can't you see? Are you giving him credit? You for this belong one? with me. Hell no! That was close. Got that part right. Oh, so does that get any any points? No. Zero point zero. <laughs> Dang. Oh man. That's a rough one. Oh. I think that's the song that causes the Taylor quake at the concerts, right? I don't know. Oh man. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> well, Allie, we definitely don't have any other Swifties in the room besides me, so I apologize. Brian Riley gets to keep his lunch today. Oh, man. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. It is officially box elder season in the Midwest, and they are nasty. Mm-hmm. My mom has a has a side of her house that just gets caked with them. It's so disgusting. It looks like something out of a horror movie when you go there. It borderline looks like plague stuff. It does. Now, why do we have so many of them in the Midwest? Well, because they love maple and ash trees and they love warm uh dry summers and we have had a warm dry summer it's true so that is why they are so bad right here but can they cause any damage box elder bugs don't really cause any damages although their faces can stain stuff like i guess so you get hmm. a bunch of them so you probably don't want to be smacking them against the house if you have them i've heard that if you kill one it like they, it releases like a scent that attracts more oh gross yeah. Is that a wives tale though? Like if you pluck a gray hair, you get four more or something like that? I don't know. I can tell you this much. I haven't killed any because of that. Well, there's plenty. I mean, there's plenty around though. Mm-hmm. Either way. So they don't. Um, so yes, they live in those trees. Don't really cause any damage. Although some can build a nest inside of your walls. Oh, hell no. Which is absolutely disgusting. I seem to remember when I was a kid. It was a really warm, dry summer, and I remember like they cut down the side siding of someone's house, and there was millions of box elder bugs in there. Golly! And the reason set that thing on fire, and why they congregate on the <clears throat> excuse me, I got a box elder bug in I was my about throat. To say, what's going on here? Uh, the reason why they, they know I'm talking about them, mm-hmm. they want to take me out. The reason they congregate on certain sides is because they like the hottest side of your house. They just like to sit there. So what, it would be the south side? South side. That's the south side is where I had them. Yeah. What did your bug guy do? Travis, my bug guy came out and just blasted him. Just fogged him out or what? He sprayed something, and let me tell you, they were dropping like flies. Dead as a doornail? Yeah, man. It's so gross at my mom's house because they do collect on like where her front door is. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you open the door and there's six kids in the house. Ugh. Oh, it's disgusting. Now, I'm being told Lindsay is texted in, Todd has texted in, says, Wood, that is wrong. You're thinking of the Asian beetle or the stink beetle. Is that the one? Oh, yeah. So, wait, isn't the Asian beetle the one that looks like a ladybug? Isn't that that one? And then the stink beetle has like a really, really wide body to it. I don't know. 
What are, what are, I'm thinking of the, remember the Japanese beetle? Like they almost look like a mystic paint job. They look like an armadillo, kind of like a small armadillo. No, 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 no. Oh. These, these were like beetles and you get to put out like a trap, right? And I don't it remember that. had like four little entrances and then they go down there. Man, there were some neighbors back when I was a kid that would fill up like an entire bag in like two days. Oh, gross. And I think they're really bad for plants. Yeah, well, box elders don't really... They're just a nuisance more than anything else. Other people texting in, use Dawn dish soap and water in spray or laundry detergent will kill them. Okay. Or just walking around throwing laundry but detergent yeah. on the house? According to you, we're going to get four more for every one we kill. Apparently, I've been dis- I've been disboked. <laughs> so who knows? Either way, we don't have to worry about them. They're just disgusting. I, I, I hate bugs in general. All I, bugs. Especially a, a swarm of the a gathering of them is disgusting. More than three, it's a problem. When I went to my mom's house to make her lunch yesterday, I bet you I'm not even exaggerating. I bet there was 500 of them on the side of her house. Oh, you gotta get you gotta get something going, man. I wanted to move. I was like, Mom, let's put this house up for sale and get you out of here. You deserve better than this. You gotta do something. Yeah, you're a senior citizen. They shouldn't be treating you like this. You can't let that stay. No. Mm-mm. Either way, not really a lot to worry about except they're icky. And if you didn't like. <laughs> And if you didn't like this fact, Ew. if you didn't like this, apparently a lot of people know more about them than I do. I learned a little something today. I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And if you don't like that one either, don't care. Because sometimes... <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. You know it is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score. Put it up on the trashy scale and the trash flash. We're headed to... Florida! Colorado, my friend. Mile high trash. Exactly. Well, we have a young lady, 21-year-old Taylor Powers. Now, she's a college student. She decided, you know what? Me and a couple of my friends, two gentlemen, we're going to go hiking today. All right. Now, get on out there. That's a great place to get on out there and check out the, you know. I bet it's beautiful. Oh, I'm sure of it. You know, the mountains and whatnot. But they also decided, hey, once we get up there in the mountains, we're going to eat mushrooms. Oh, man, I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, my. Not on a hike where you don't know where you are. Well, sure enough, Powers and her two friends did go on up there and began their hike. And once they got to a point, they settled down and tried to to see the other side. (laughs) But Powers didn't react well to the hallucinogenics. At one point in time, screaming at her two friends... That the aliens were there, and they were set to get them. That's when she began to attack her two gentlemen counterparts, (laughs) punching them numerous times, and then fled into the deep wood. Well, one of the guys popped up a phone and called 911 and said, hey, uh, so here's the deal. We got someone high as a kite on mushrooms, and they ran into the woods, and we have no idea where they are at. Just another day in Colorado. Well, the sheriff's office deployed deputies to begin the search and also sent a helicopter up for the 20. You know what I mean? A little bird's eye view. Well, when the helicopter pilot got up there, he says, I see someone, but they're buck naked. Yeah, you knew that was coming. Sure enough. Had slipped down to her birthday suit and was still sprinting through the woods. A park ranger was able to locate her, but Powers wasn't ready to go willingly. That's when she began fighting the park ranger who was trying to get her into the rescue bucket that was dropped from the helicopter. <laughs> 
She ended up having to be restrained by two people thrown into the buckets and was rescued. The good news is she was taken to the hospital where she was able to come on down. And I was like, wow, what the hell happened out there? Well, she was charged for unlawful consumption of a controlled substance and further charges are pending. She may end up in jail. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think if I look, if you're so high, we got to send out a helicopter. <laughs> you're going to jail. That can't be a cheap, uh, a no. cheap thing to do. All right. Well, let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Going in, going hiking in Colorado. Ain't nothing trashy about that. No, that's actually pretty neat. Are mushrooms trashy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look to you on that one. 175 points for saying, let's go into the woods and eat some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Taking off, you know what? Leaving your friends in the lurch when you're all high on mushrooms. That's trashy. She'd slap them around before she took oh, off, too. Yeah, and get, dealing out a couple of yeah. fresh ones in the process. You know, that person probably just like, wow. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> what flowers are made of. And then, wham! <laughs> uh, and then we have, uh, so she takes off in the woods. I'm going to say this. This is a brand new one I don't think we've ever had before. If the police ever have to send a helicopter for you. That's trash. That's super trash. Mm-hmm. They had to send out the ghetto bird, we used to call it. And you know that guy was probably eating and everything. All right. Had his lunch <laughs> ready. He's like, hey. I got to do what? Brent, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, that's I'm going to get that 175 points right there. Uh, she was stripped down. How about being stripped down naked out in the woods? That's where I was going. 150 points on that right there. Although it sounds probably felt amazing in that Ugh. cold Colorado air. Getting oh, scratchy. crisp air. Bugs. No, thank you. <laughs> Fighting someone who's trying to get you into a rescue basket. That's trashy. That's trashy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 150 points. She had to go to the hospital because she was so high. That's 150 points. Yeah. And then uh, she was, a, well, was she arrested though? Or she was just charged. She wasn't arrested with anything. We can give her points. For being yeah, arrested? come on. Okay. All right. Oh, dude, we almost did it today. We almost had it. But you know what? The points are the points. Ain't nothing we can do about it right now. All right. Are you ready? Come on. Today, our woman who was mile high in the mile high city earns herself a whopping, a close 975 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Thank goodness this contest is almost over. Nonsense. Because it's a little bit embarrassing to me and my family, but uh, Wood will now ask me an NFL question, and you just have to guess will I get the answer right or wrong. All thanks to Pepsi. We want to get you in to see the Vikings take on the Bears, plus the sweet package. Man, this is great. It is. It's a huge deal. And let's get Jeanette on the phone, because she's ready to play. Jeanette, what are you up to? Oh, get ready for work. Okay. I bet you have a good day at work knowing you might be going to a Vikings game. That would be awesome. All right. Now, here's the question. I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan. He will try to get it right or wrong. Here we go, Kelly Jordan. The Minnesota Vikings play in the NFC North. What other three teams are in the NFC North? Didn't we do this question? I almost thought that I had that question once. <laughs> we can keep it this no. question. No. He did this question. He- I think he might get it right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I don't even know if you're going to get that right. Uh, Here we go. The Minnesota Vikings are led by the head coach named what? Now, Jeanette, will he get that question right or wrong? I'm going to say I don't think he's going to know it. No faith in the kid. All right. All right, Kelly solid Jordan. Bet, Jeanette. Solid bet. The Minnesota Vikings head coach is named what? I know he's a younger guy. Younger okay. fellow, right? 
Yes. Is his name John Smith? Uh, no. <laughs> but you went as generic as you could possibly go. It's the most generic name in the English language. Uh, he, he likes to be called Kevin O'Connell. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, you having no faith in Kelly Jordan has paid off because you are qualified to go see the Vikings, take on the Bears, and, of course, that sweet package, okay? Sounds great. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Oh, yeah. We'll help them find it. Good it's God. Connections with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now scan the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but couldn't quite do it. We use the power of radio to see if we can't thrust these two back together. Oh. That's right, I said it. This one's labeled You were beating on my buddy at the bar. <laughs> okay, let's go. Male for female. Mm. I was with some buddies. We were drinking beers and honestly looking for a little trouble Saturday night at bar name here. Yeah, don't drag that. I'm not putting their business out there. No, don't do that, man. First of all, my friend, he was wrong. He's one of them fellas that once they get a little too loose, in Kelly Jordan's words there, they start getting rude and dumb. No, those kind of people. So... Now, he says he has no idea what he said to you, but I can guess that you were well within your rights to throw that drink in his face. Oh, snap. It escalated quick. Now, maybe I'm getting a bit older, but I saw this happen. You punched him right in the face about four times before he could get over there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you imagine just drinking it. You wouldn't know what the hell was going on. You don't have enough time to figure out what's going on. You know darn well his hands didn't even get up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just eating it. Head snapping back. I was the one who grabbed him around the neck and allowed you at that point in time to get in a few more shots. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I'm guessing it was probably not like on purpose. Like he just kind of like grabbed him. Yeah. She's just like, cool, thanks. The beating just continued. I tried apologizing to you, but you weren't hearing it. I then tried to buy another drink for you, but the bartender was already kicking us out. Jeez. And said my money was no good there. I'm guessing it wasn't in that kind of sense. Right. You know, I'm assuming these. Like, like I'm not giving you a free drink. Oh, your money's no good here. It's like, that money's no good here. Get the hell out of here. You're no good here. But I can't shake the feeling that you and I had a bit of a moment. Maybe it was the anger. Maybe it was the seven and seven dripping off his face and my arm. But there was something. Maybe it's because you tied him up for the old rope-a-dope. Yeah, right? It's great, and I love a woman who is able to stand up for herself to jerks. But, in all caps, I am not a jerk. I'm actually a good guy, and I'd like to try to make things up to you. Tell me what color dress you are wearing so I know that this is the right Ready to rumble queen. Okay. By the way, you're throwing down in a dress? Yeah. That's something kind of sexy. I see why he wrote this misconnection. There's some bark to that lady. It's kind of titillating a little Mm -hmm. bit, isn't it? Bark and bite. You ever been hit by a woman in public? Oh, yeah. When you were a bouncer? Yeah. Outside of being a bouncer, never. I've never never been that upfront enough to... 
I see what you're saying. Warrants. Now, I've seen guys that didn't deserve it get punched a yeah. lot. Oh, man, I've seen that, too. And I've seen more than my fair share of fellas that did deserve it get, catch a little something. One time, I was on a radio station. It was a hip-hop radio station, right? And we were really aggressive mm-hmm. trying to because we were the underdogs taking over. Oh, yeah. And I was the, I was the ringleader. Mm-hmm. And the sales manager from the other hip-hop radio station in town, who was a female, slapped me multiple times one time in public. My name multiple was, times, like different occasions? No, or like one front hand, one back hand. Oh. She was like, are you Boogie from Hot 93? And I was like, yeah, what's up? What's up? I, I always fought to be the fad. What's the phrase that pays? And she literally cocked back, whack, and then came back, whack. She was like, don't ever talk about Beat 104.3 on the air again. Mm. And I didn't. Really? She handled her business. Jeez. I've never been slapped in public by a complete stranger before, a female. If anything, I would ramp up my trash truck. Think so? But that's just me. That's just you. Now, I will say this. I once saw a young lady at the... I was working the bar. Mm-hmm. She threw a drink in a guy who was being a jerk. Yeah. And the bartender's like, look, you are within your rights. I got your next drink on the house. Wow. She then threw that drink on another guy, and the bartender's like, hey, all right, I could give you a glass of water for this. You We're know. gonna slow down. I'm not yeah. replacing that one too, because you know, cause, <laughs> but you know the bar backs over there mopping. Yeah. Hey, lady, <laughs> your problem. Said <laughs> at some points, I'm in. Maybe you. Do you think we made a love connection today, Wood? Maybe. Maybe not. Either way, I know you'll have another one for us next week. Oh, a little something we like to call missed connections. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack on the end of the podcast. What the hell did we talk about this morning? I know I talked about I need a new vehicle. Yes. We uh, talked about how I ate too much at lunch. You're right. And my funny hat that you don't think is funny because it's you're It's not a that I don't think it's funny. You'll hear, I thought it was funny the first four times I saw the joke. Pictures up on Instagram, just saying. <laughs> it's a banger. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll hear it all right now in our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Step into the AM. Uh-huh. Either way, here we go. Kelly and Wood are ready to do it. Sorry I'm not in the chat room yet. I tell you. It's been a wild morning this morning for me. It's, it's been a wild afternoon yesterday, wild uh, morning. Oh, oh, oh. It's, uh, not everything's coming up Kelly at the moment. No. But that's all right, dude. I, look, I don't get stressed out like I used to about every minor little thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Because as I know, there's an ebb and flow to life. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. It's very deep of you. Sometimes you're flush, sometimes you're bust. Mm-hmm. The good moments don't feel as good as you think they should, and the bad ones don't last forever. This is very namaste. Yeah, right? Mm. Sun salutations to you, Wood. Sure. <laughs> Whatever he said, I'll take two. No, nah, <laughs> That I, sounds uh, good. I think, well, I'll tell you that I think my truck is toast. Oh, no. Yeah. Transmission oh, no. is shot, and it needs about $6,000 worth of other work. That's nothing. <laughs> well, that's not including the transmission. Take it up a notch. And I knew it was in rough shape. I knew my truck was in rough shape. You okay, know, I, but are these... See, here's the thing. As someone who has worked in the biz... Yes. All right. You've never turned a wrench in your life. I've worked behind the scenes <laughs> of the, the pu- machine. The puppet master at the dealership. Of big auto. I have been on the inside. No, I worked in the car. I worked in the parts department. Right. There is a difference between needed and recommended repairs. Okay, I will say this about the place I bring my car. They give you the needed and the recommended. Okay. And the needed, it was all things I knew about. Remember last year I'd be driving to work like when the temperature got, say, to like 10 below zero, 
And then, boom, like a warning light would come on in my truck. It said, check your stability track. And you had to park for about five minutes and let it warm up? No, I had up. to park for 15 minutes and let it cool down. Mm, whatever. And in 10 degree below zero weather, I have like, okay, cool. My car won't go more than 15 miles an hour now. And then I got to pull over and let it rest for 15 minutes. That, was, that wasn't fun. Okay. And I, I can kn- imagine. And the scary thing is I never knew when it was going to happen. Ah, yes. That's always a nice little pick-me-up. So I knew there was things wrong with the car. I just knew there was a lot wrong with it. There was a lot of rattles, a lot of creaks. The four-wheel drive didn't work anymore. Eh, who needs that? Well, in Minnesota, yeah. You never hardly use it. Never. So I knew there was some issues, and then when I brought it in, he was like, look, here, the CV boot, the CV boots are bad. Ah, yes. I don't know if I'm putting the right inflection on that. Mm-hmm. The rear differential is leaking all over the place. The water pump is leaking, which I knew about. He was just like, this thing needs a lot of work. So here I, here I am today. But do I look upset? Ah, Single tear. I was about to say. <laughs> I wasn't ready to buy another car just yet, but hey, that's the way life goes. But you're jumping in two feet into the automobile pool. I have a saying, Wood. Yes. If I'm not going to care about this in five years, I'm not going to care about it now. Okay. So that's the way I feel. In five years, none of this is going to matter. So let's just, let's just handle our business. As I told my wife, we've been in way worse positions than this in our life before. In fact, in about five years, you should be paying off whatever the hell you're about to buy. Right, and it'll be breaking down just in time to buy another one. Circle of life. Right. Hakuna now, Matata. That's how they keep us. That's how they keep their foot on our necks. Big Baldo. <laughs> I've been on the inside. I know what they laugh at. But think about it, dude. I was putting I was putting minimum of 500 miles a week on that truck. That's a lot, man. That's a lot to ask of an automobile. It's highway miles, though. Well, kind of. Highway 10 has a lot of stoplights. About every 10 miles, there's a stoplight. That's true if you stop. (laughs) Well, yes, I'm not going to blow through a stoplight. According to a lot of people around here, that's okay. Although I did hit my first animal of the year today. This poor little bunny rabbit. Wow. I couldn't swerve. I couldn't get out of the way because it was in construction. There was like big cement walls on the side of me. Boy, you know what's ironic? So I said, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I saw him flipping. Over all these years. Yes. You've been hitting deer. Yes. The one time you could have used a deer. To total a car. They abandoned you. Dude, I was praying for a deer strike this year. And and I was going to, I was going to accelerate into that thing. You should have, you should go back to that body shop and be like, look, get me road functioning. <laughs> <laughs> and get the hell out and just blast up and down Highway 10. I'm going to put a salt lick on the front of my truck. Yeah. Carrots out your window. Spread some corn around. <laughs> Making a deer call, whatever it is. Like, deer! <laughs> Come here, deer! Rubbing some antlers together. <laughs> what does a deer in heat sound like? Cops just sitting there like, what the hell's that guy on? <laughs> I'm not pulling him over. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Either way, Wood, you know what? Too blessed to be stressed. I, honest to God, don't even care. It's like... When life beats you down enough, you're just like, whatever. Oh, yeah. You know. Just roll over and take yeah, it, huh? You, just, you live on the bottom. It's fine. Well, you got that to look forward Good to. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, hey. Uh, Either way. It doesn't. I, I honestly don't even care. We were going to buy my wife a new car sooner or later anyway, so now she gets it sooner. Sooner is <laughs> yeah. the choice. Uh, I've got to get a shout out to uh, Corey. Okay. So, Corey, he messages in the show a lot. Okay. And he's always said, like, hey, if you get hungry, come on out to Grizzlies. Okay. We'd love to come on out there. So, yesterday, I go out there, I go with a coworker, and then my wife ended up meeting Oh, us. awesome. That sounds like it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. Cool. The problem was, I ate too much. That happens. I, no, no, no. And you know for me. Now, if you don't know, I had gastric bypass surgery. 
Yes, we all know. After the surgery, my stomach was literally the size of a quarter. Yes. Now, as you get more back into your state of life and everything. Stretch it out a little bit. Yesterday, I stretched it out too much. <laughs> and I knew it right away. I was, you know, I'm riding in the car with my coworker, and I'm just leaning over, just like, uh, Can I ask what coworker it was? Uh, oh. And I had shrimp burps going. Is this coworker, is this coworker accustomed to this with you? Uh, it's Tara Trout, so yes. Okay. Yeah, she's oh, definitely she knows, been... She knows you inside and out. She's been in the blast zone a time or two. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I got home, and I literally had to lay on the couch. Yeah. And my kids are coming running. And let me guess, someone you wanted someone to rub your belly, I bet. I did. Now... Oh, man, you are just... You are more high-maintenance than my wife. Here's a list of people that said no to rubbing my tummy. A, Tara Trout. As oh, I asked you don't ask that of a coworker. I was in the hurt. I just said, hey, real quick, you're riding shotgun. It's not a big deal. Just, you know, ew, I don't touch my husband. I'm, shut up, Tara Trout. I don't you're touch in the my husband. We got to get to the bottom of that mystery. I threw her into the backseat. My wife said no. I want to go shopping. Get the hell out of my life. The painter who was in my house, he yeah. said no. <laughs> Come bring that roller and just go right across my belly. Well, Help my, it work its way on through. My sweet baby girl Murphy did. Yeah. She came through. She rubbed my belly. I got to feeling better. These will be good memories for her to bring up in therapy later. I've rallied back. My dad used to make me rub his bloated gut. Hey, it works, man. I'm telling you. Counterclockwise, and then mix it up every now and then with a clockwise. Did she do the Mr. Miyagi thing? Did she clap her hands together? No. She just goes, oh, oh, fine. And then just, I'm like, yay, thank you. And then she runs off. And she cries. Mm -hmm. Cries herself to sleep after that. That's normal. The horror she has seen. That's normal. Now just shake it off, kid. (laughs) Don't be like a whiner. Dad feels better. We should all be happy. (laughs) Oh, you're absolutely right. We haven't even played James Brown yet. We've been talking for three minutes almost. No, more than that even. Should we hit the James Brown? I should. I lost my place. Yeah. I didn't have my lyrics pulled up that I typed in. Ah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll just <laughs> move on from that like it never happened. Uh, Tracy texted in. She says, fade out. good morning. I had no idea that Wood was such a freaking princess. Not a princess. A diva. More of a diva. I would say a fine I don't know, unit? No, that's that's, that's, that's a lot worse. <laughs> a glorious unit. <laughs> I, I would just say more of like, you know, a fine craft that needs to be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Because well, you're a Ferrari. Right. And you don't, you have to bring a Ferrari to the right mechanic. Like if you have a kitchen knife, right? Like if you have a really good kitchen knife, you got to take care of it, right? You don't throw it in the dishwasher. You don't throw it in the drawer. No. It goes in that wooden block. Right. Stay sharp. That's you, me. You wipe it down so it doesn't rust. I need to get you know, belly scratch here or there from a co-worker to step up, but no. <laughs> well, and if I may say, mm-hmm. if you are uncomfortable, everybody's uncomfortable. Because it's like, oh, 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 I ate too, oh, oh, yeah. oh. I'm going through something, Kelly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I share. May I say something? Shut her down before you get to that point. That Stop. fat kid inside still shows through sometimes. <laughs> Stop eating. <laughs> Whenever the funny thing is, whenever we go out to eat, you'll be like, and and I've said this before, mm-hmm. you know how to go to a restaurant Thank better you. better than anybody I've ever met mm-hmm. because you know how to like what appetizers pair well with exactly the, the free popcorn, whatever it is that they have at the place, you mm-hmm. know how to lay it down exactly. But you over order every single time, 
And I'm like, are more people joining us? Because you just ordered three appetizers and two pizzas. You're allowed to take it home. <laughs> you're allowed to take it home with you. I'm just saying, you're allowed to take it home if you'd like. But that's fine. No, Gilly Joy's too good for a doggy bag. No, I'm, no, I'm not saying that. Out the wood. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I have eaten out with you, I don't know, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, this dude just ordered enough food for seven people. And there's two of us here. And what do you do? You get in the truck. You loosen that belt and you say, that's a, that's a good meal, though. <laughs> hey, what? I do always leave satisfied when we hang out, Wood. Class it up. What? Who said what now? I know what you were saying. Pam, by the way, texted said, you said to scratch my dad's back. And I love those memories. Keep asking Murphy. Pam, if I may say, there's something different about rubbing, uh, scratching a back and rubbing a belly. There's Why? just there's just something different. Well, that bat, you know, you see your dad like go up into the corner like a bear. That's what I do. The, the, the door frame. I got doors. I got back scratchers everywhere in my house. You can get them at Menards for five bucks, and they're super sharp. That's a pro move. Oh, they're super sharp too. Mm-hmm. Like they, you can get right in the just. Oh, there's where it is, and just get to going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Skip texted it. I'm not gonna lie. That was quite the conversation to turn the radio on to this morning. Oh my. Now, yesterday you said you weren't feeling well. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I I honestly was. I thought maybe I was coming down with the COVID again yesterday. Here we go. <laughs> Somebody wants a five-day weekend. But then I realized, wait, let's wait till Thursday to come down with COVID so I can get a nice long weekend. Mm-hmm. No, because I, I, when I had COVID, whatever that was, 2020, 2020, I don't know what year that was, it felt exactly the same where all of a sudden my energy was just, just zapped. And I've been in here eating your coughs for like the past two weeks. So I thought, well, for sure I've gotten something from Wood. How dare you? Well, you've been coughing right in my face for two weeks. It, trust me. If I gave you a virus... It'd probably kill you. Probably, it would be so strong. Yeah, it, to, to escape my ba- my body, my white <laughs> cells, my T-count, it would Fair destroy enough. yours. Fair enough. Yes. So either way, that being said, I thought I maybe had COVID again. But today I feel fine. Well, that's good. So, you know, whatever. Did you do anything special? No, just got a good night's sleep. Okay. Lots of water, good night's sleep. Honestly, fluids make such a difference. It's the gasoline of the body. I, I, you know, anytime like my kids say they're not feeling well, my wife says she doesn't feel well, I'm like, hey, blast up with some fluids. Right. Because honestly, it's something like 75% of us don't drink enough water every day, right? Oh, and not even close. And that, 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 that number is probably on the low side of things. But man, if you really kind of take care of your body and really hydrate, you'll be amazed at how much better you will feel on a day-to-day basis. I, 100%. When I, was, when I was first starting with Livia losing my weight with them, mm-hmm. I was making sure I drank the the amount of water a day you're supposed to. And dude, I could tell like my skin felt super like supple. I don't know if that's the right word. Is supple the right word? Not for skin, but I was just going to let you keep going. (laughs) I couldn't think of any other word that would describe it. But it makes me... (laughs) (laughs) Velvety. Oh, there you go. That's the word I'm looking for. And it just... So it does make an absolutely huge difference. So yesterday I was like, all right, we had to do some car shopping yesterday because I have found myself in need of a new car. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to drink tons of water so I can be at my top peak performance. Now, car buying should be fun. It should be. Not for me, it ain't. Oh, gosh. All I see is the debt. That's all I see. Whenever I see people posting online, like, I did a thing today, and they're standing in front of like a $60,000 car. I'm like, cool. How's that $1,000 a month car payment going for you? All right. No, that's how I don't. I'll mess around, man. Fun. <laughs> yeah. All, all I see is that you know me, dude. Woo. They call me Mr. Penny Pincher. I see someone buying a new car. I'm like, that's some sweet debt you just took on. Honestly, penny pinching doesn't even do you justice. Oh, I can make a penny bleed. Now, by the way, I have gotten zero comments on my new hat today. 
Which well, I, I do feel very upset about. It's backwards. Okay. So I didn't even know it was a new hat. It looks like every other hat you have. That's it. You're out of your mind. What's it say? This actually is my first rodeo. <laughs> what truck stop did you get that thing at? <laughs> I had to, are you out of your mind? I had this specially made. By who? I was some kid in China. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it looks real custom. He wasn't, uh, you know, probably paid well for his labor. But, you know, hey. Right. Well, you know what? He got paid what he was worth because that hat sucks. Oh, you what? Uh, I was, this this hat caused like three arguments in my house last night. Because it, it showed up. I ripped it open. Showed my wife. Yeah. I don't get it. You wouldn't. You're an idiot. Move on. Oh, jeez. That, yeah. You, that's, that's some harsh words. You step at my art, my craft. <laughs> you got it coming back. So, what do I do? I I go to the one person who tells me that I'm special no matter what. Your daughter. I call my mommy. Oh. <laughs> she answered the phone. Baby, mama, love you. Look at my new hat. I don't get it. Boom. Hung up on her. <laughs> Didn't even say goodbye. Can I say something, one? If I was there, I'd have smacked her pill tray across the table. You know what that hat is? <laughs> this hat is a comedy, a comedy barometer. That hat is the remix that I made of Fast Car. <laughs> You're out of here. You know what? Now I'm going to triple down. I'm wearing this hat more than I should. I tried to make a remix of Fast Car, and it just did not hit. Mm-hmm. That's what that hat is. Yeah. <laughs> this hat is great. It's just not as funny as you think it is. That's it's all. hilarious. You always hear, this isn't my first rodeo. What about the person? This is my first rodeo. Right. No, I get it. No, I the, the joke wasn't missed on me. It's not funny. I think I've seen a t-shirt with that, too, so the impact was kind of lost. I've, I've seen a t-shirt with that on it. Before. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. That came trying to lie to me. I think it's a meme, too. And I was like, it's the first one that's ever been ordered. And I was like, I knew it. I should get it copyrighted. That'll be $6. Like, How is that even possible? But you know what? what? It's a good hat if you think it's a good hat. Yeah. That's all that matters. Trevor, I think the hat is funny. Because you know comedy, Trevor. You're a funny guy. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. And you know what? If you're too much of a boob to understand it, then that's, that's Lisa okay says she needs a picture of the hat. No, you don't. The the, the, the vet. You know what? This will be our video of the day. It's okay. going to go up on our social media. Wow. Get ready for the likes to come pouring in on that hat. At least 15. At least 15 likes. Chrissy, you're, you're overselling it. That's hilarious. No, it's not. It's not hilarious. It's hilarious. Daryl, I like the hat wood. Thank you very you much, Daryl. It was funny when I saw it in a meme and on a t-shirt. That The first time it was funny. This is like the fourth or fifth time I'm seeing that phrase. So it's just kind of like... It's like when Jerry Seinfeld does the same joke over and over again. It, it loses a little something. So had this been my first time, I'd have been like, oh my God, dude, you are a comedy genius. But I'm just like, oh, cool. You had a meme put on a hat. Neat. Well, I'm glad you, you, my mom, and my wife can get together and rub your combined two IQ points together and maybe start a fire. Yeah, we're the ones with the low IQ. I'm not wearing a hat that says this is my first rodeo. I'm going to take it back down. <laughs> Namaste. I wish I could hang up on you right now. Hang it to here. <laughs> Finally, my own show. What would you do right now? Ah, mm. uh, how about some history and birthdays? Oh, okay. Want to skip right to that? <laughs> Kelly, quit hating. This That is hilarious. It's not hilarious, you guys. Mm. Oh. There's nothing hilarious about it. Hilarious is sometimes... True genius isn't appreciated in this time. What is a funny guy? Probably the funniest dude I've ever met in my life. 
The hat is a swing and a miss. Like you think about it, right? Like which one of them? Which one of them cats from way back in the day cut off his own ear? Was it Leonardo Van Gogh? Sure, Leonardo Van Gogh. Yep. No, those are two different people. Thank you very much. Well, one of them cut their own ear off, and now all of a sudden we look back and we think they're a genius. When probably back in the day, you know, here comes that guy from down the road right. who paints them pictures with no ears. Right. Could you say that again on my good side? That dude's a lunatic. <clears throat> yeah. Right. What, what, what I'm saying is, I've, I've seen the joke before, so it was maybe lost on me a little bit. Okay. To everyone who's texting in how hilarious it is, maybe they're not on social media. Maybe they've never seen it before, and to them, that's absolutely hilarious. All right. Then. For them, the hat works. Then I'll take my bow. All right. <laughs> May we do history and birthdays, sir? I think we should. I think we need to. It was on this day, all the way back in 1965... That this happened. <laughs> American country singer Johnny Cash was arrested yesterday in Texas. The singer is charged with smuggling drugs across the Mexican border. Not only was he smuggling drugs, he had over 1,000 pills stuffed in his guitar case. That's a hot dose right there. I mean... Have you ever seen Walk the Line? No. Okay, because in that, I always think about in that movie, there's a scene where... Uh, June Carter and her family come over for like Thanksgiving dinner Mm -hmm. and Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job in that movie. What a great actor. And there's a part where he's just baked out of his, he's just not baked, but he's just like so hot. Yeah. He's just all pilled out. And that's what I think of when I think of a thousand pills. Like that dude, that dude just had to feel like crap every single day. But here's my thing. Aren't you taking sand to the beach? Meaning what? Sneaking drugs into Mexico? No, he was he was arrested sneaking drugs. Oh, he entered the U.S. from Mexico. Okay, now that makes more sense. Yes, he was a mule. Because if you cross the border, I like when I remember when I did went on a cruise somewhere. Yeah, I forget what country it was. Oh, it was like Belize. Okay, and you literally walked in. There was like a strip mall, and they were selling everything. Drogas? Oh yeah, really? And like it was advertised like steroids <laughs> and just like and you just I. I I, I, I don't know if we should be purchasing this. Wow. I feel like there should be some sort of gate. And you know me, I'm not a big, you know, I don't want Big Brother looking over really right. anything. But I don't know. When you've got like a picture of some dude jacked out of his mind, like, get your steroids here. Boy, I feel like, the, look, I'm I'm all about, you know, living our free life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the government needs to step in at some point. Be like, what is this you're actually selling? Is this bleach mixed with Comet? Well, Everett was like walking in. He's like, let's get some candy. I'm like, I think not. <laughs> Who knows? That's just what I need is him popped up on amphetamines running around a cruise ship. <laughs> right. He'd be swimming alongside. Jeez. Uh, it was on this day in 1987. A traditionally strong union town, Teamsters members joined other unions supporting picketing NFL players and helped keep attendance to around 5,000 in a stadium that seats nearly 12 times that. NFL owners use replacement personal uh, replacement players to play games despite the player strike. Yeah, that had to be just terrible football to watch. I wasn't old enough to remember it, right? But it, it, everyone listening probably may remember the replacement refs that the NFL tried to get away with for a couple of weeks. Uh, that was just terrible. Oh, it was awful. Like there was the game. It was the Packer game that really kind of set it off in the end because they threw like a hail mary. One of the refs called an incomplete pass. The other one called an interception. The other one called a touchdown. <laughs> Maybe we should start paying some people around here. But what were the what were the NFL players striking about back in '87? I think they wanted free agency, meaning that they could change teams once their contract was up. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Kurt Floyd was the first one who did that in baseball. Was a real groundbreaker because it used to be the team you got drafted for. Yeah. 
you played pretty much your entire career for unless they traded you. Oh, really? And free agency kind of changed the game of where you could kind of shop around and get more money. I bet the salaries just exploded after that. Big time. Yeah. And especially TV dollars started rolling in. And then, yeah. That's yeah. why you got to watch 700 commercials per game now. Sadly. Dude, you know me. I'm not a big sports fan at all. Don't even care. I, I don't even know if the Twins won or lost yesterday. Come on. I, I literally just told you. I don't like, pay attention when you speak. Twins won, baby. All right. Come yeah. On. My, te- my team. That crowd looked awesome. But I'm awesome t- yesterday. But I will tell you this. I watched a clip of Matt Stafford yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Lions, right? Yep. Like, well, he was with the Lions. He's with the Rams now. Free agency. No, oh, he got traded. So, like, he injured his shoulder really bad. Against the Cleveland Browns. Right. And then came back into the game. Man, I, like, it gave me goosebumps. I could probably watch sports highlights all day long. He it's was just, like, hunkering down for an actual game I can't do. He was mic'd up on that play. And it was a Hail Mary. It was the last play of the game. And he threw it and got just smashed. Yeah, I thought he got knocked out. And he fell. He got smashed down on his shoulder. His shoulder popped out. Yeah, but there was a pass interference on the play, so they got one more play. Right, so he got up with a separated shoulder and then threw the winning touchdown pass. And they say the Browns shouldn't have called a timeout because had they not t- called a timeout, he wouldn't have come back into the game. Correct. Uh, I know my sports, dude. A long line of moronic decisions <laughs> by the Cleveland Browns, but uh, that's your team, buddy. It's neither here nor there. All right, it was on this day in 1990. Man. I love this show so much, and now I watch it, and it was trash. Eh. Beverly Hills 90210 was launched on this day back in 1990. I thought being a teenager was going to be so much cooler than it actually was. Well, you know, you're whipping around in nice cars. Right. They had, like, Corvettes and, you know, old classic VWs and... Hanging out at the Peach Pit all right. day. Right. Like, they were so grown. Well, yeah. they were grown. They were, like, 37 years old playing high school or something. No one was ever doing homework or, you know, getting... Grounded. It'll be a pretty boring show, though. Just like tune in, and there right. he is. This is like, I don't know, six. I'm getting straight A's. It's an English question. <laughs> okay. Either way, I, I really thought being a teenager, to any teenagers listening right now, if you're like, wow, this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be, you're right on course. Watch your mouth. What? Live. It's the best years of your life. Live, damn it. Live. <laughs> All right. And it was on this. I think about that when my daughter is, when I go to her marching band stuff at the football games. I'm like, these kids are in the best time in their life, and they don't even know it. Kids, man. Actually, best time of my life, I would say, was 21 to, well, now. Okay. It's been a long stretch. Well, look at that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, because if, if I say 30, that's before I had kids. Yeah. And that doesn't sound right. I saw you doing the math in your head there for a second. I'm like, well, I think he's just going to. I just pulled the ripcord and jetpacked <laughs> out on that yeah. one. <laughs> to this very moment when I met my wife. <laughs> Mr. Kelly, so sweet. <laughs> and then finally, we got one birthday. Speaking about thinking being a teenager was going to be cool. Celebrating a birthday today. Daddy's a litigator. Those are the scariest kinds of lawyers. Even Lucy, our maid, is terrified of him. Alicia Silverstone. Mm. That was obviously from the movie Clueless. Now, I'm telling you, that video she does for Aerosmith. Ooh, yeah. Uh, what is that, crying? Holy I, cow. Yeah. That was she was the it girl in the like what late nineties early two thousands. Yeah, she was like in every. I don't. I haven't seen her in anything. She was in a Super Bowl ad. Really? Yeah, where she like played uh, Cher from from Clueless. Oh, okay. And she was just she did like the uh as if. I wonder if she retired or if like Hollywood retired her. You know what I'm saying? She got really kind of hippy dippy there for a while, mm-hmm. and I think that people were just kind of like meh. Or maybe she just like stepped away from it. She Could be too. She made their money. Yeah, she made a nice chunk of change. But man, so all right then. I mean, she's got to be like, I'd say, fifty. Oh, you're a little bit high on that, my friend. 
She is the ripe old age of 47 today. Think about that. Yeah. Man, good for her. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.